Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! <clears throat> Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks. So good. Yeah. If you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing, they are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all? It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self-admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd was an absolute joy. Is that why you said the best of the best? That is why I said yeah. that was a tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor. They're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out, Verde Media. Today's episode, Yo Bartender, Jobu Needs a Refill. We are going to take all of the best practices from our favorite 80s films and put together the ultimate bar. A place where you'd want to go if everybody knew your name. A place where you'd want to have a beer, a cocktail, or even just spend a little bit of time reminiscing about the best decade ever. I'm Mo Shapiro, and with me as always, the bunny to my boiling pot of vengeful water, Max Sanders. And with that... Let's make a drink. I will not be ignored, Mo. <laughs> Fatal attraction. Let's I do it. Let's do it. You know, it's. Uh, I hope nobody thinks that that's the theme of the bar, the Fatal Attraction bar. Well, that's what we dressed up for Halloween as. I was Glenn Close, and you were Michael Douglas. Oh, I got boy. the perm and everything. <laughs> terrifying, terrifying costume. Oh, that's a terrible movie. It's, I mean, it's not a terrible what? movie. No, it's a great movie. It's just, it's absolutely mortifying. It just really makes you think. You know, people come up to Glenn Close on the street and say, thank you, you saved my marriage. Oh, oh my God. God. I believe that. Yeah. I absolutely believe that. That's... I called my girlfriend. I was like, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, so as the lead-in uh, indicated, we are going to talk about building a bar, but using fictional pieces of bars from bars that were in movies. Can I say bars a few more time? Bar, bar, yeah, bar. Yeah. A little Roseanne bar, a little <laughs> low bar, a little high bar. We're going to bar. Yeah, rebar. <laughs> we're going to bar. Short stubby Susie bar, whatever. Um, we are going to build a bar and we're going to use a only, 80s only 80s, not only only 80s movies 
characters, names of bars. I mean, that's 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 a whole shebang, right? Yeah, this is Brewster's Millions, and we can create our dream bar yeah. in 1989. So we don't usually spend a lot of time talking back and forth about the real world. We just talk 80s what, cinema. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I think that it, it, it's a bubble. It's a safe spot. Look, you and I are only experts on a handful of things, right? Three things. <clears throat> 80s cinema. Yep. What's the second that I'm not? I, I just made, you it, assume sound, there was I made a third? it sound like three. So, okay, yeah. so two things, really. Yes. We're only experts. And then bartending. Yep. So it's worth talking about our shared experience at a certain bar that is Redacted. located. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> because you're, you're terrified of all the things. Like, I'm the one who's got, like, you know, more to lose. You're at a bar working as a I bartender. I have everything you to have lose. You have everything to lose. Yeah. You and I both, you currently worked, and I used to work with you at a certain bar in a certain town called Ann Arbor. That Too much is, information. Yeah, the largest bar. Can we just relax? You'll yeah. be okay. okay. We, we won't tell any of the horrible stories, you know? What horrible stories? <clears throat> none. Absolutely none. One point work. It's like at. Voldemort. He shall not be named. Yeah, we will not name. Let's well, call it Voldemort. Why don't we just give it a fake name? Uh, why don't we call it um, Goal? <laughs> that I hate you. <laughs> goal. Fine. Points. We'll call it Points. No. <laughs> can't call it Points? Give me, no. give me a fake name to call Voldemort. it. Voldemort. Call it Voldemort. Voldemort. No, that's too wordy. Give me give me another fake name for it. Call it The Deuce. The Deuce. Okay. So that's where that's where it started. That's where the Max and Moe uh, show really started. Yeah, we ruled. We did. And we, I mean, it was only you and I. Nobody else is even competing. Our drawers, we were just cranking out sales. I mean, yeah, we, were, we would put up 75% of the tips. Yeah. So here we are now doing this podcast, and we've got between the two of us, I think you said it, like 25 years of bartending and managing and yeah. waiting and all that kind of experience. And this podcast wouldn't have happened without the deuce. The deuce. The old <laughs> deuce. So $1 Long Island <laughs> at the deuce. <laughs> If anybody, if, if anybody who has ever been in the city of Ann Arbor does not know what bar we're talking about, when we said $1 Long Islands, that should have tipped the hat. Ann Arbor's code name. It's actually in Los Angeles. There you go. Perfect. So we're ready. I mean, now everybody understands that we're professional bartenders. We're going to hop into what the meat and potatoes of this podcast is, which and is- And we're 80s-ologists, Exactly. So you put these two things together. You blend this cocktail. Mixology. Yeah. The mixology yeah. of this is we have the experience bartending, and we have the experience with 80s cinema pop culture information. So now- we are going to put together the the Voltron, if you will. I don't like of when you bars. do that. I, I'm, I don't know. You don't know Voltron? I don't know. Oh, you don't know Voltron. I don't know cartoons. It's when all 80s. the cats come together and make something beautiful. I think Power Rangers. Okay. Po well, Power Rangers, Voltron, same thing. Same thing? Okay. They're pretty close. Right. Voltron was way better. So we, we're going to start with um, the basic structure of this, right? So Yeah, ground up. Ground up. Uh, we have a handful of positions that we're going to cover. I'm just going to rattle them off really quickly so everybody knows. We're going to give this place a name. Have to get a name. Have to get a name. Could we be a cool place without the name on the door? No. No, no we can't be one of those underground places. That's, that's the most non-80s thing ever. <laughs> In 80s, it was like neon yeah, it was. out yeah. there. Yeah, that's that's totally a, a hipster thing. Fine. Uh, so first position that we got to hire, we got to get some uh, genius accountant, throw them in the back room. Because we got that's a lot of weird. Money. That's weird. That's the first thing you <laughs> that's think the, of. That's the, yeah, because I know the, the accounting hiccups that I've seen working at a bar. It needs to be cool first, though. That's the name. You start with cool, then you go back room. The name is going to define the place? Wait till we get the names. Uh, all right. Uh, then, once you have the back room, you know you got money, you got to get a bouncer. That's a, that makes no sense. It makes perfect sense. After <laughs> There's get, no one there. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 let me get through my list. <laughs> After we get the bouncer, got to have a waitress. These are really superfluous positions. No, they're great. They're great. After we get the waitress. How long did bouncers or waitresses stick around at the deuce? Not very long. No, in in fairness, if we're going to make this place like the deuce, <laughs> it's yeah. not going to work. I feel like it has that vibe. The deuce 
the the fact that the deuce has survived as long as it has and done as well as it has is a miracle. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It's 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 the that Simpsons episode where all of the illnesses th- three Stooges syndrome get stuck Burns. in the door at the same yeah. time. Yeah, you have juvenile diabetes. Yes, a little bit <laughs> hysterical pregnancy. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, I love that you know that reference. Um, so we got. The name of the bar, right? The accountant slash backroom, very important. Bouncer, waitress, and then we got to get a short order cook, which I <laughs> Where, couldn't. Where's the bartender? We're getting to him. It's okay. one of the most important positions. You can't just lead with that. You got to wait until the end. You After lead with your strongest punch. No, 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 no. That's what you taught me at the bar. That's well. That's a different time. You different, don't save your place. big punch for the end. <laughs> no, you do lead strong. <laughs> you hop that bar immediately. Uh, we go from short order cook to our DJ. Uh, then we need a band. And then we need a bartender. You need a DJ and a band? Yeah, you need both. This is a bar mitzvah. A Dan? Yeah, we're going to make this beautiful. Okay. Are they playing um, together or different no, nights? No, d- different nights. But okay. you got to have yeah, them on deck to rotate. Okay, like a salsa night? Yeah. And, yeah. No, not a salsa night. Uh, <laughs> DJ band, bartender. You got to have a promoter, like a hype man, yeah. to fill the place up. Gotta which, by the promoters. way, you were basically a promoter and hype man. Well, I was just excited to be there. No, you were <laughs> definitely a promoter and hype man on top of being a bartender. And then the, the, the piece de resistance. Yeah. You got to have a regular. Okay. Now I can rattle off the deuces regulars right now. We got uh, Silent Ben. (laughs) Who else? Uh, Rob. Yep. uh, Tish. Yep. Horowitz. Yep. Zellner. Yep. Deal. See, you're going new school. I go old school. You got got Silent Ben. No cover guy. Silent Ben. (laughs) Yeah, no. no cover guy in Silent Ben were there when I was there. You like the weirdos. No, they're they are they are my Fabergé eggs. Yeah. They are the weirdest of weird. I want my regulars to be normal people. Although <laughs> if you spend a lot of time at a bar, you're probably not a normal person. Not right? at all. Yeah. yeah, you're not even you have you're talking like regulars that were there for the three or four years they were in college. I'm talking twenty year regulars at the Deuce. I go whales. I want the money. You want to the count. money. You yeah. want the money. Okay, so we'll we'll get to give regulars. me the money. So these are the positions we're going to fill, and we have to fill them with characters and or names from. 80s movies and it's not just we, we can't go to fantasy camp right like I'm not putting uh, Dutch and Dylan as my regulars that's what? not true I might put them yeah regulars will be the only one where I'll allow anything anything okay. will go for regulars but the other positions if you name a bartender they have to be a bartender in the film that they're what? representing yeah I'm gonna argue against no them. you have to who are you gonna put in there you're gonna put like like Johnny Five from uh, Short Circuit as your bartender don't make me delete my notes. <laughs> Am I already dipping into your notes? <laughs> your mama was a snowblower. Oh, man. See, this is terrible. All right. How's all right. that? Is that a good Johnny Five? <clears throat> that was a great Johnny Five. Thank you. Yeah, it, was, it felt good. It felt strong. Actually, the, the fake name I had for the bar, I know we're using real names. You have a couple fake ones? I'll let you through. I have one. Fake ones I have out one. There. Johnny Five's Electric Vibes. I like that. Right? Or you can call it J5's E-Vibes. I like J5's. Yeah. I've got one fake name. Okay. G.I. Joe, a real American bar. That's pretty good. You like that? Yeah. That was my fantasy dream is uh, when I studied abroad in Australia. <laughs> to open a G.I. Joe to, bar? To go back to Australia and open up a bar because Australians love Americans. Yeah, open up true. a bar called G.I. Joe's a Real American Bar with over-the-top Americana everywhere. I love that. That's actually, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. I'll take you with me. It'll be great. Yeah. yeah. If I ever do it, I promise you'll come with me. You're oh, my gonna, God. To Australia. You'll be my hype man. Don't the toilets, they flush the opposite direction? Well, the toilet doesn't flush. The water falls that way because you're on the other side of the equator. Science, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Bart Simpson, wasn't it? No, I actually just knew that because I was in Australia. Did I mention I was in Australia? Were you in Australia? I was. Played rugby, did all types of cool stuff. I've been to Italy during the World Cup when they won. How old were you? 21. Oh, wow. It was insane. (laughs) It was a total waste of a ticket. You probably don't even remember being there. Remember what? (laughs) <laughs> All right, are we ready? Let's do it. So we threw out a couple fake names. Let's get to the real ones. So does Roadhouse count? Can I just go Roadhouse? Yeah, I guess you're going first. Go ahead, Max. No, no. You the, jerk. Go ahead, do it. That's not the name of the bar. The I know the I know where you're going next. Yeah, but can we call it Roadhouse? Just call say, what Roadhouse? Roadhouse. What are we calling Roadhouse? Our bar. Instead of Deuce? 
The Deuce? I mean, this is a new bar. The new bar has to have a name that was a name of a bar in its movie. So, no, you cannot call our new bar Roadhouse. So, what did Roadhouse mean, anyways? Is that just the name of like a, it's a road dirty house. bar? It's a Roadhouse. That's what it was? It's a Roadhouse. Yeah. Is that what you called it? Sure. You say it over and over again. It doesn't explain it. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> your first, what's your first name that you're throwing out? Now, remember, for the, for the listeners at home, I love saying that. It feels so professional for the right? listeners at home. You're going to give a suggestion. I'm going to give a suggestion. We're going to fight. We're going to agree. We're going to move on to the next part of this. If we both happen to give the same suggestion, we'll just kind of talk about how awesome it is and then move on. We've not shared lists on this one. Sometimes we do. This is one we have not. Yep. So I'm going to let you go first. What is, and I, I, I will do a couple of runners up after we already identify what ours were. So what is your choice? Give me your choice. Number one name for our bar. Okay. Now, you're going to have to follow me. Hold my hand, oh, all right? Oh, man. How, why could this be complicated? <laughs> this isn't meant to be complicated. You're, all right. You remember a little movie about high school science kids who invent a laser? I believe it's called Real Genius. Oh, God. If you're going to name this bar Val Kilmer's Place, I'm not going to accept No, no, this. no. This is a real all right, bar. I'm listening. I'm listening. So I'm listening. Yes, when, I remember Real Genius. When Kent destroys the glass and they actually make the real laser and it yes. goes all the way through the campus. Yes, because they figured out they had to freeze the laser. They did. That's how they did it, yeah. right? Okay. So- it, the laser goes all throughout campus. All through the campus. Oh, and, I know where you're going with this. Yeah. It just hit me. It just hit me. All right. I, I approve. This is valid. I approve. So they're following it all through town. Yep. Bam. It hits like an advertisement sign for a bar called Purgatory, home of the real Limbo Burger. It is possible to synthesize excited bromide in an argon matrix. That's hotter than the sun. It's small. It's supposed to be small. Ready? Laser on. about the window, sir. And the trees across the quad. And they're like, okay, let's go get a drink. And inside, there's girls fighting, there's pool tables, 80s hair, bikers, and also these guys talking about national secret lasers. What kind of, I want that bar. I, Purgatory is a good name, too. I'm impressed. I don't usually say this to you. I'm going to give you all the props in the world because a lot of these, there's not a ton of options. So you dug deep. I didn't even have that on my list. So I will. I, I was I was pretty pleased. I actually watched Real Genius with my girlfriend for the nine thousand. Wait, this is a big though. This is big because remember when you watched Goonies and didn't like it and I almost threw you off the show. Yeah. So, if she, yeah, so if she didn't stop, if she didn't like Real Genius, would that have been a deal breaker for well, you? Well, we've already established I can't talk to girls. I'd let it slide. Yeah, that's fair. But did she like Real Genius? <laughs> Loved it. Okay, good. So good. many montages. So many. I was like, time for another montage. Uh, like we just got done with one. Oh my gosh. So you saw you, you picked Purgatory. That's your choice for the. Yeah. I mean, can I talk about a few others or no? Well, let me do mine. Yeah, go, go, go. So you don't accidentally talk about what mine is. Don't want to step on it. You don't want to step on it. <sighs> going classic? I am going. Original I'm, Coke? So, I, all right. I, I'm not going to do this. We'll talk about the others. I, this is what I landed on. A long time ago, two young lads okay. were backpacking in Europe. I have no idea Spe- where you're going. Specifically, uh, London. What? And, yeah. And they were a little bit lost. It was cold. And they found a pub where they could warm up and have a drink. And the name of that pub was the Slaughtered Lamb. What is this? An American werewolf in London. You're right, it is a pub. Okay, well, what do you say? We go in for a little food, huh? drink, rest? The Slaughtered Lamb. That's kind of strange. Where's the lamb? It's probably inside getting cold. Come on. No, really. What kind of ad is that for a pub? I don't know. Would you rather the Hilton? All right. But whatever happens, it's, it's your fault. fault. Right. All right, come on. 
Okay. <laughs> you haven't seen this yet? No, have you? I don't like horror movies. Uh, it's it's a horror movie, but it's like a funny horror movie. It's like Michael Jackson thriller looks. Yeah, it, well, right? that's because Landy. Yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned that. So John Landis, who directed and wrote an American Werewolf in London, did thriller. Well, he did thriller because Michael Jackson was such a huge fan of this movie, and he got him to do thriller. So it's these these two guys going to this pub, and it's it's you have to imagine this is like a classic hole in the wall. They walk in there. Everybody stops talking. They stare at these two Americans who sit down and they are not given any warm welcome. They, they just ask for some tea so they could warm up a little bit and then they get a more of a warm welcome. And then they look on the wall and it's the five pointed star of the devil with candles around it to keep werewolves away. And so you it, want a satanic bar? Yeah, it's not a satanic bar. It's got this rich history and there's there's so much there's so much just story to it. But I there's love actual it. werewolves. And also, even above and beyond that, the bar itself will be whatever we make it. But the slaughtered lamb is a really cool name That's for a, a gnarly bar. name. That's a really cool yeah. name. And you should see like the the sign was on the outside. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Is it like room temperature beer London kind of thing? Yeah. That's not we will make the bar. This is just okay, the okay. name. This okay, is just okay. the name. Okay, okay. okay. just slaughtered the name. lamb is pretty good. All right, so For a name. but and I wanted so the, to be. So I want to be creative. So I, the, the name doesn't give us the vibe of the place. No, well, okay. it'll, it'll affect the vibe. I yeah. mean, certainly the slaughtered lamb is. <laughs> there's a little bit of a and purgatory. Yeah, you and I should have just step back and look at that purgatory and the slaughtered lamb. Yeah, a little bit dark. Not really a place for a fine, nice Christian, but whatever. We'll we'll deal with it. So a few other names. Yeah, what do you got? Howard the Duck. <laughs> uh, the Cherry Bombs play at a bar called The Box. Like the name, The Box. Oh, my God. There's actually a bar in New York called The Box, too. Sure. Weird stuff sure. happens, too. Uh, and you got Cocktail. You got The Cell Block. That seemed pretty cool. Yep. yep. You know, we could wear, you know, inmate stuff. Inmate clothes. Okay. All right. <laughs> and what about, I mean, Double Deuce? The Double Deuce. So the Double Deuce was such a layup for me. Like, yeah. I, I just was afraid. It boring. And I was afraid if we went the Roadhouse route that we would just be doing everything for the Double Deuce. And I'm going to have to hit that later. So I got a couple that um, really were close for me. Okay. Uh, two, in, two in particular that I was just, actually three. There's three that I really wanted. Uh, the first was the Blue Oyster Bar from Police Academy. Oh, that's good. Yep. Um, da, 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 I don't know if I want to own a cop's car. I mean, cop's da, bar. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it wasn't a cop bar. <laughs> It was. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Just all right. Don't worry. Yep. You do the research. You'll know what it is. Leather. Yeah. The Blue Oyster Bar was one for sure. Uh, the other one, this is a fun little fact, and it took me kind of going back and watching it to even catch it. Uh, Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones. Have you seen it? Yeah. Uh, club Obi-Wan. No that way, was the really? name of the club. Yeah. It was the tip of the hat to Lucas, but oh, it was, so cool. yeah, I thought it was really cool. And then the oh, so also Indiana Jones, the Raven in the first one. Oh yeah. Just, where they're doing the yep. drinking contest. Yep. 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 Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then my last one that I was really, I, this was the one that probably came the closest to fighting with the slaughtered lamb, the ink and paint club. Roger Rabbit. Please, Eddie. Is that good? Yeah, it's pretty like, good. Yeah, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah, and you have like the back room. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. yeah. And I just I thought actually the Ink and Paint Club would also be a really cool name for like a it's tattoo a great, bar. It's a great name. It would be general. a cool name for a yeah. tattoo bar. What about the uh, Cantina Bar from Star Wars? Is that in? Yeah, the second but that's one? because no, because it's in the first one, which is not in the eighties. I looked into that too. Is Empire? Is there a bar? No. Oh no, no bar in Empire. Damn it. All right. I want aliens playing saxophones and clarinets. So now we take our two selections and we got to land on one. So are we going to go with uh, Purgatory or an American where, or excuse me, Purgatory from the movie Real Genius or the slaughtered lamb from an American werewolf in London? How strong do you feel about Purgatory? Are you anti the slaughtered lamb? Where's your head at? What about combining the two? And they, the like, Purgatory of the slaughtered lamb? Yeah. No. <laughs> and by the way, that name is that's terrifying. Yeah. You know what? I like purgatory, but it's a stretch. 
I'll do, let's do slaughtered lamb. The slaughtered lamb. Yeah, sounds fun. All right. I I wasn't gonna make a stink because there's other there's other positions that you and I are gonna buck heads on. So yeah. I wasn't gonna make a stink either. Yeah. So I I get rock paper scissors this one. It's up to you. Uh, I do like purgatory too. Now. All right. I was trying to be nice. You were trying to be nice. Yeah. But I, that's all right. Nice doesn't make good radio. Hey, you know what? You take purgatory because I'm gonna get aggressive. Okay, on we're purgatory. Yeah. I can go with purgatory. Not homo the real limbo burger. <laughs> we're taking that out. Oh, good point. Yeah. Can't do that. What? No, that's huh. the name of the bar. Name of the bar is the name of the bar. Oh, damn it. So you're about to give me yeah. slaughtered lamb. Yeah. Fine. Dig it. All right. And plus, it's like a little tip of the hat to Silence of the Lambs, which we can't talk about because it's not in the 80s. Do the voice. Uh, which voice? You know the voice. The Do you want me to do Lecter or do you want me to do Buffalo Bill? You know exactly what I want. Well, whatever. We'll get to it later. Come on. Or, was, she or big, was she big? Was she big? Was she, was she a big great friendly? Or wait. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me back my dog. <laughs> Precious, you have no idea what pain is. It's <laughs> more than I wanted. Man. All right, well there you go. You ask and you ask and you shall receive. Yeah. All right, so moving on to our backroom genius. Insane. I don't know why you're doing. This. You gotta because we gotta have a numbers guy. We gotta have a backroom genius. It's uh, like we don't even have numbers to begin. We with. need a business manager, an all around business manager. B I Z N U S. Now you gave the first one last time, correct? I did. Okay, so I'm gonna give the first one this time. I think you're gonna like this a lot. Bring it. I'm going with Joel from Risky Business. Landed to production. I concentrated on sales. All right. So you took her to dinner twice. What'd that cost you? About 30. With tip? Okay, maybe 35. Movies. Any movies? Three movies. $20. Roughly. Parking. I'm parking the street. Gas. Maybe $6. All right, Stan. You're in for roughly $60-odd. And, uh, what happened? She slept with Jacobson. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. What? Yeah. <laughs> Legit. Think about it. A high school kid? A high school a high school kid who literally put together a prostitution ring and right. made hundreds of thousands of dollars in one night. And he he was he he's the type of guy I want running our bar from the back room. So from a legal standpoint, <laughs> we're starting at a rough spot. <laughs> you really want someone who is majoring in illegal enterprises and blackmailing a guy from Princeton? To be totally fair. I'm not well. Actually, to be, you might destroy your car too. You love your car. I do love my car. I love my truck. It's a great truck. No, I'm sticking with this. I'm not gonna let you bully me out of this. You see, Rebecca Diamorne is gonna be at our bar just pulling tricks. If she wants to work at the Slaughter Lamb, then so be it. I'm not gonna tell her no. But listen, Joel, he's got energy. He's got charisma. But he's a genius. He is a true business genius. He gets the business world. He's not gonna let us go underwater. He gets hedonism, and he's out it for himself. Hey. Pick your, what's yours? You're already debating mine. I don't even know what yours is. Okay. I have a real like salt of the earth guy. Oh, all right. Yeah. All From right. a movie you made me watch and I hated it, but thank God that. Oh, I'm really interested. Yeah. Now that narrows it down. There's a lot of movies I've made you watch. I'm going hate. Brantley Foster, AKA. Oh, Carlton Whitfield. Whitfield. Yeah. Oh, secret to my success. Michael I love it. All right, Foster. Let's do it. Hello. Carlton Whitfield, 4319. That's right, I'm still waiting for that secretary I requested last week. Well, I realize you're busy down there, but uh, I'm typing my own letters and answering my own calls, and it's getting to be a pain. Empty. 
<laughs> well, I've been here a week. Got my name on the door. Got a desk full of supplies and got a geranium on my window ledge. What I don't have is a secretary. Michael J. Fox. I mean, I'm so glad this came in handy. This movie's terrible. <laughs> it's not terrible. It's really he's it's the whole movie is that I have two dates to prom, basically. Oh. Just over and over. No, it's not. But he's from Kansas, salt of the earth. Salt of the earth guy, yeah. Good parents. Yeah. Works really hard. Yeah. Looks at all the books, knows the company inside and out, makes bold moves, doesn't ask anybody else. And in the end, he saves the company for the people around it. You know, you gave me this moral lecture on Joel. I just want to point out that in this movie that Brantley Foster has an affair with his uncle's wife, his aunt. Didn't know it at the time. It didn't matter that he didn't know it. He still yeah. did that. So how, don't tell me that Joel can't do it just because he was doing a little bit of embezzling. But when it came to the books, he was honest. Joel was honest on the books. No, he wasn't. He just wasn't honest to his mom and dad. If you're robbing, <laughs> if you're robbing a bank, it doesn't matter if you're nice to the customer. He counted the money. That's all I care about. <laughs> Oh, man. I you, win this. You know you do, because I yeah. really like yours. Yeah. Oh, that was really... All right. I, we're hiring Brantley. Woo! But we have, foot, to call him, we have to call him Carlton Woodfield. Yep. I'll put five foot four of them, too. We can boss him around. Awesome. How awesome. tall is Michael J. Fox? Five foot four. Really? I mean, he's short. I don't know if he's yeah. five foot four, but he is short. Yeah. Teen Wolf, that's hard to see. I know, player. right? Uh, okay. So we've got the name of the bar, yes, which is The Slaughtered Lamb. Love it. We've got our accountant slash backroom manager, which is Carlton, Carlton Whitfield. Whitfield. He changed his name legally to that. Secret of My Success. And now, Max... Let's hop into a position that's really close to my heart. This is the first job I ever got in the bar industry. I actually got one at the Deuce, quote unquote, but I also worked at another Irish pub in Birmingham, You're a Michigan. hostess? That's cool. Not a hostess. Yeah. Um, you look good in a skirt. I would look good in a skirt. Uh, Dick O'Dowd's Irish pub in Birmingham. I was a it's bouncer. It's a great name. It's, a, great, it's, it's a, a pure, authentic Irish pub. They actually shipped all of the bricks over from Ireland and had an Irish priest bless it when they opened it. It was pretty cool. Are we sure that happens? Because there's a place in Ann Arbor that says the same thing. Well, they told me it happened and I believe them. And uh, I was a bouncer there. <laughs> I feel like they're just telling us lies. Could be. I believed yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, that was my first uh, service industry position was as a bouncer. I loved being a bouncer. I mean, that was uh, bartending is a blast, but sitting outside in that line and uh, you have authority issues. I you, do have yeah. serious. I don't like so it. well put. <laughs> I, you, you, I could not believe I could not imagine you were a bouncer for more than five minutes without nope. being like, get me out of here. <laughs> oh, that's uh, good. All right. So bouncer. Um, is it my pick? first because i think you i forget we swapped no I, it's my nope turn. it's your turn to go first what do you got now i know you said that they need to be in the field in the movie yeah they have to hold the position in the movie i have a close the, i don't care this this, <laughs> this works okay you are yeah. flustered yeah you are not gonna say no to that you're not gonna let me say no to this no i'm bulldozing I, I'm, I'm gonna veto it if it's out of left field you can't just pick some ridiculous you can't tell me you want howard the duck to be your bouncer okay well first of all i would love to have howard the duck be my bouncer he knows duck foo Duck food. Yeah. God. But no, that's not the guy. Now, you got to hear the whole argument before you say anything, okay? Oh, you're, are you, you sure? All right. Talk back and forth, but you no, can't, you can't no, cut no. me off. I, I will not. I won't cut you off. Go. What's no, you got to talk back and forth. I'll, I'll talk. All right. Okay. Give me your argument. Give me your argument. <laughs> Give me a hug. Give me a hug. Okay. <laughs> I'm going Rocky Three. I'm going Mr. T. You know why you can? Don't get a sucker no statue. Give him guts. I told you I wasn't going away. You got your shot. Now give me mine. Why don't you get the hell out of there? Shut up, old man. I ain't going nowhere. And why don't you tell all these nice folks why you've been ducking me? Politics, man. This country wants to keep me down. Keep everybody weak. They don't want a man like me to have the title because I'm not a puppet like that fool up there. You know, you've got a big mouth, you know? Why don't you come out and close it, bad boy? Come on. Come on. How can you, how can you go Rocky three, Mr. T? So let's take a little trip back. All right. So Mr. T. Clubber Lang. Yeah. He's born Lawrence Turdad. Whoa, hold on, hold on. Are you? Are we talking about Mr. T, the real person, or real person? 
Uh, Who's Mr. T? I know where you're okay. Okay, I happen to know where you're taking this. I'll allow the conversation, but I don't know that. Yeah, you're gonna allow. I'll allow the conversation. Go ahead. He changed his first name legally to Mr. T when he was 18 years old. (laughs) How awesome is that? It's awesome. Because it's actually kind of a socio-political thing because his parents never got any respect, and he decided that people he was gonna force people to give him the Mister. Sure. So fighting capability, muscles. Dude's 5'10", 235. He was a bouncer in Chicago. Yeah. And he worked at a spot called Dingbats on Rush Street. And the jewelry actually came because he would wear jewelry people lost in fights. And that's how he got the -the over-the-top look. If you lost a piece of jewelry, you'd have to go up to him the next day and say, that's my gold chain. And he'd decide whether he was going to give it to you or not. And the mohawk, the intimidation, he was in over 200 fights, sued multiple times, but won all the cases. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Don't give me that look. Let me know when you're done. Just let me know when you're done. So he also did bodyguard work for Michael Jackson, Muhammad Ali, Diana Ross, and Steve McQueen. Did that for a decade. He won two tough man competitions on national TV. <laughs> One was the toughest bouncer on M- NBC in the block of the Sunday Games All television. Right, this is madness. I'm putting a stop. No, no, no I'm almost done. <laughs> so he beat up a 285-pound bouncer from Honolulu to win 22nd KO. And then he also was on The Games People Play, which is a crazy show, apparently, on NBC. He finished the competition in 54 seconds by knocking out someone. And he told Brian Gumble afterwards, he goes, I don't hate him, but wait for it. I pity the fool. Now, Sly Stallone watched this, watched that show, and created the Mr. T character for Mr. T. So he wrote the script. He used his own name. He is a bouncer. Max. No. I'm going to allow it. Yeah. Only he was a bouncer. I'm only going to allow it because you just stole five minutes of my life that I can't get back to here. You don't find it fascinating. I find it fascinating, but it doesn't matter. Clubber Lang is who the character is. You're you're pulling a fast one. I'm going to allow it. I'll tell you why. The real reason I'm going to allow it is because my choice is the obvious choice, and there's not going to be a debate. Dalton Roadhouse. And we've got entirely too many troublemakers here. Too many uh, forty-year-old adolescents, felons, power drinkers, and trustees of modern chemistry going to change and that sure sounds good but a lot of the guys who come in here we can't handle one-on-one even two-on-one don't worry about it all you have to do is follow three simple rules one never underestimate your opponent expect the unexpected two take it outside never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary and three, be nice. This is the only time where I'm not going to get creative and I'm not going to get fancy. There is no other bouncer in any generation of film, not just the 80s, that you're going to convince me that we should hire at the Slaughtered Lamb. That's the right name for With it. Carlton Woodfield yeah. in the back room. You're not going to, I don't, Mr. T is, is a tough guy, but he's no Dalton. So you think? He's no Dalton. You think Say it. He's no Dalton. <laughs> Pain don't hurt. That's right. Do you think? Uh, Whitfield would be okay with $5,000 up front and $500 cash. That's right. Night. That's right. Cause that's what we're going to pay him and I'll pay him whatever he wants that even now that's a lot of money. I don't care. He yeah. does. He deserves it. Yeah. He uh, deserves it. He is the coolest guy. Yeah. Dalton is Dalton. <laughs> I, I, I like, I give you an A for creativity, Yeah. but we're for sure going with Dalton. The only case, the only argument that I would have was with myself, which is, do you take Galt, Dalton or Wade Garrett? And 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 I love Wade's hair. Yeah, I mean, but you got to take Dalton because Wade is he's old. Wade's a recluse too. Yeah, bad knee. And I would also throw in there uh, real quickly before we land on who we're gonna. We don't even need to land on it. I already know it's gonna be Dalton because I'll pull my veto card on you. But um, Andrew Dice Clay, pretty in pink. Ooh, that was the other yeah. one where I was like, we, I, we could, I, I wouldn't mind having him as our bouncer. He was great. So can we get a package deal here? 
Jack from Roadhouse, the fat guy with the mullet that just loved everything Dalton did. Can yeah, because up? because once we hire Dalton, he'll Don't you hire. Love him? Don't you love yeah, him? he'll hire his yeah. own crew. I love fat guys that tuck their shirt in and are okay with it. <laughs> Is that weird? That's not the weirdest thing you've said today, <laughs> but it's close. Um, the slaughtered lamb, Carlton Whitfield in the back, and yeah, Dalton. Is Whitfield going to be okay with Dalton? Dalton's our bouncer. I will not. I will not entertain anything to the contrary. One quick question though. Yes, Dalton's a fixer. Like your bar is in shambles. He comes to bring it back we up. We don't know that. That's just what he did at the double deuce. He was working at another bar prior to that. It's true. And by the way, our bar, well, by the time we're done with it, we <laughs> need some <Yeah>. fixing. <laughs> Fair. All right. He'll keep us in line. Are we ready? Uh, do you want to hear something fun? Yes. Uh, Bill Murray calls Kelly Lynch's husband every time Roadhouse is on TV. Max, you know, you know what I love more than anything else in the world? What? When I know more about something you do. Bill Murray and all of his brothers. Yeah call him whenever he's on TV. They call the husband who yeah. wrote the script and they say, hey, your wife's making love to Patrick Swayze. That's incredible. And he also co-wrote Scrooged. So one time, I think this is where the relationship started um, because that's how Bill Murray got comfortable enough to do this. One time, Bill Murray called from Russia because he saw it on television in Russia and was like, hey, I'm watching. <laughs> he your, your wife's making love to Patrick yeah. Swayze. He was doing stripes. Yeah, yeah, it was great. So what about, just for another one, Scott Howard from Teen Wolf? Could that no, be possible? No, no, unrealistic. Absolutely not. Jackson from Bloodsport? No. He's no. even fun. Neither of these are bouncers. Jackson's a fighter. Not a bouncer. He had a beer in the first Not scene. a bouncer. Say it with me. Not a bouncer. Bouncer. You failed this entire one. I'm disgusted by you. Moving on. Well, Waitress. One. Yeah. Waitress. Okay. It's I'm you. up because yeah. I listened to you yeah. talk about Mr. T for an hour and a half. Oh, Max. Four minutes. Max, I'm torn on this one. Oh, man. I still haven't made my mind up. Is this a bottle service girl or is this a half bartender? No, this is a pure waitress. Okay. Pure waitress. 100% uncut waitress. Yeah. I've got I've got two and I'm torn on. You know what? I'm going with my heart, not yeah. with my brain. I got it with my heart. It's a good way to go. Max, there's a little movie called The Muppets Take Manhattan. Gosh. Finally, you get to make the Manhattan joke because yeah. you always say every Muppet movie takes place in Manhattan. This take, one does. Yeah. The Muppets Take Manhattan. Is this Miss Piggy? This is not Miss Piggy. Oh. In The Muppets Take Manhattan, uh, our friends make their way to Manhattan to this be This person doesn't Broadway. exist. Can I finish, please? Okay. Thank you very much. They make their way to Manhattan because they're going to put on a Broadway show, but Kermit and the gang's got to get a job in the meantime. So Kermit gets a job at a little restaurant called Pete's Luncheonette. Okay. Pete's the owner. He's also the short order cook. His daughter, Jenny, a wonderful young lady, kind, giving, and loving. You love describing Muppet movies more than anything. Jenny is my waitress. So what's the third part of your plan? I don't think there's going to be one. I feel like I'm being a phony, and I can't take it anymore. I, I, I don't know what to do next. All right. Moping time's over. Mm. How about a little exercise? Well... I knew you wanted to. Uh -oh. oh, dear Lord. Not jogging. Come on, let's go this way. Okay. Feel better? Yeah. Good. Exercise does the trick. Yeah. Stretch the old frog legs. <laughs> I, I want her she she worked with Rizzo the rat she worked with Kermit the frog she's a beautiful young woman so she works with hallucinogens that she don't actually exist I, listen if you say the Muppets don't exist again I'm gonna leap across the table and slap the Mr. You T you said I couldn't do face. Johnny Five I wanted Johnny Five Johnny Five was not a bouncer or a waitress but or he, an accountant. He this is a waitress. Yeah. This is a waitress. It's an actual waitress. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this so confusing for you? Who's the actress? I don't care. Okay. It's irrelevant. Was she great? No. 
I don't know that she's been in anything other than this, but she was Jenny the waitress. Was she a good waitress? She was a great waitress. And what she, was her tip like what percentage? She she put her arm around Kermit when he was sad. Piggy thought that Kermit was having an affair with her. It was very dramatic. There was a lot going on. So the fact that she's good with felt is the reason you like her. No, because she's the type of kind, loving attitude. We need to balance this place out. You can't have Dalton and Carlton Whitfield without having it's the slaughtered lamb. You gotta have some balance. So she's working at a luncheonette, though. She's gonna be okay. Yes. One in the morning. Absolutely. Guys bumping against Absol- her. She's li- in Manhattan, buddy. She's a waitress in Manhattan. Troy, Michigan, or Ann Arbor, Michigan is gonna seem easy to her once she comes on board. I don't like this at all. <laughs> who do you got? Who's what yours? was your head? What's your head pick? Who's yours? What's your head pick? I can't tell you. Oh come on! I'll wait until you tell me who your other one was. It might be the one that I was. thinking You're gonna of like doing. it, actually. I bet you it's the one I was other thinking of. Going Kate Bangringer, Bangringer. I have no idea who that is. Uh, it's Phoebe Cates and Gremlins. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, Phoebe Cates, yep. A plus all yep. around. Love Phoebe Cates. Yeah. So I rewatched this last night for the scene. When the gremlins start getting evil, they're they're in the bar, there's like fifty of them. And she's bartending, like actually bartending. Like she has straws in the cocktails, yeah. she's pouring beers. Yeah. She's giving people water and popcorn. Well, yeah. not people, gremlins. Gremlins, yeah. Yeah. Some one of the gremlins pulls a gun on her and she's okay with it. Yeah. And she's even lighting cigarettes, like hand lighting them with little matches and all. So to be that calm, I mean, that's kind of what drunk guys, drunk people are like. Gremlins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah. I would call someone a gremlin. Like, I, 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 I think I have called someone a gremlin before. Yeah. So she's doing like all the proper techniques. This is a much better pick than Mr. T and yeah. your absurd five minutes diving <laughs> into his entire history. Um, before we debate on who we would pick, I got to give you my runner up that okay. you wanted to hear. I was afraid you were going to pick my runner up. Sarah Connor. She's a bad waitress. I don't care, dude. Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor was a waitress in Terminator. And if you think about toughness, if you think about who you want to no one, have. No one wants that sourpuss looking at you, deadpan. Oh, you're dead crazy. Eyes. You're crazy. I want someone to work in my bar who I know in them has it in them to be the leader of a revolution. Really? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you want her to start an anarchist revolution against she's, robots? Dude, she's tough. She's tough. She's a tough lady. Yeah, she's scary, though. I wouldn't tip that girl. Well, but we don't tip waitresses anyways. The bartenders are more important. I tip waitresses. Oh, yeah, you do. You tip everybody. I do. Wait, five <laughs> bucks. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. Who else was on your list? Who were you thinking about? Kirby Kegger from St. Elmo's Fire. Yep, yep. <laughs> kind of a stalker. A little bit. <laughs> Kerbo. A little bit I, just, of, I want to say Kerbo. A little unhealthy. Yeah. I respected Billy's wife came in with a date. Yeah. And he still served him. Played chill. Yeah. 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 So, and also the random waitress from Rain Man. Remember when? The, yeah. 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 That's Bonnie Hunt. That's uh, Helen oh, Hunt's yeah. sister. Oh, yeah. Helen Hunt's sister. Yeah, yeah. You're right. So she just seems sweet. And she like dealt with uh, Ray pretty nice. Sure. So. So uh, we'll go with Jenny then. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No, no, no. It's all right. Phoebe Kate. Phoebe I mean, Kate. Oh, my Phoebe God. People come it. just for that. I'll give you Phoebe Kate. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Ooh, I won one. This is gonna get complicated. This is like that Twelve Days of Christmas song that I can never remember. Slaughtered Lamb, Carlton Whitfield, Dalton is a bouncer, and <laughs> do you Fe- write this down? Yep, yeah, please type this down so we can okay. repeat them. And then Phoebe Cates is our okay, uh, our waitress. Mo, Max, my laundry's done. And I need I need to fold it. What do you mean you need to fold no it? creases? I need no creases in this dojo. There's no creases. Yes, sweep the leg. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, if you need to fold your laundry, we can take a break. But you know what I'm going to say? 
We got to do our ads. Got to do our ads first. Uh, vegetables before dessert. Here Bye. we go. <laughs> Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, True. you're going to get arthritis, <laughs> you're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all Sorry. natural. It's okay. <laughs> Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, try it for free at capsiva.com. That's C A P S I V A.com. And uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man and I need this kind of stuff. It works. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Yeah, it's like Wilford Brimley in Cocoon. You know what I mean? It's, you feel revitalized. It, that's exactly what it's like. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larravee Photography. Uh, if you've checked out our website, hopefully you have. You've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay, so good. Yeah, Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was, she was fun to work with. Uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles in Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, she loves what she does, and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic. Yeah, she made us look good. She can make anyone look good. So this is rounding out. Now we got an important position because you know as well as I do that after you have a couple cocktails at the bar, you need some deep fried chicken fingers. Chicken fingers. So we need a short order cook. Yeah. Uh, Max, I think you're starting off this one. Who do you have for your short order cook? This is my favorite pick. Okay. Not, your favorite of everything? It's. I think it's my favorite movie of the 80s. Wow. So, and he gives my favorite speech of all time. All right. I'm ready. So I'm going to Elmo, Vision Quest. Pele gets excited and he rips off his jersey and Starts running around the stadium, waving it around over his head. Everybody's screaming in Spanish. I'm here sitting alone in my room. I start crying. Yeah, that's right, I start crying. There's another human being, a species which I happen to belong to. I kick a ball, lift himself. The rest of us sat as human beings up to a better place to be, if only for a minute. You love Vision Quest. Love it. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. It's inspirational. Journey's playing. Yeah. And Elmo, first of all, makes a mean burger. He so, does. So that's impressive. Okay. At and least he's a cook, not like your other ones where you're yeah. like stretching 100 yards to get like to the no, point. No, he is as career a cook as I've seen at the hotel that Loudon works at. Fun blue-collar guy, likes to arm wrestle, but seems like he works hard. And he likes to have a drink, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the last scene, the small sad apartment he has... And there's like a bottle of hooch on the on the dresser. Yep. And he's wearing his one suit to Loudon's match. Yep. Uh, to fight fight who's he fighting? Wrestling shoot. Ah, uh, shoot. Yeah. yeah. So I know this guy. Like I've seen this guy ten times. You've seen this guy fifteen times. Created at the bar. You know what I mean? This is the cook that just life has been kind of rough to. We should note that almost every cook that we worked with at the Deuce in Ann Arbor was a very interesting human being. Yeah. Well, I think cooks in general, you know what I mean? Like the short order ones. Short order ones, It's yeah. a little unlucky in life. Leopard can't change his spots. Do you remember the remember the cook from Heat? <laughs> I think the guy who threw his boss out. The president from 24. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Love him. Uh, Allstate. Yeah. <laughs> the Allstate guy. <laughs> God, I love Heat so much. Oh, uh, Heat's such a good movie. I would pick him if this was a 90s one. Oh, yeah, that's my for first sure. Pick. Yeah, yeah, I know. My, I know. my wheel man after. I just always think about how like he was just like, such a, like a nice guy and he was just short order cook and hated it and yeah. wanted to murder everyone. <laughs> so Elmo seems to like his job though too. Yeah. Plus this is the best sports speech ever given in film. Ever. 
I cried so hard during. I didn't even know this was coming. You cried? You like, never cried. Like a baby. Like <laughs> you I mean, wept. You I wept. Mean, I watch this probably once every couple days now. So it's not about the six minutes. It's about what happens in those six minutes. Oh, man. So he can fire them up before the yeah. uh, before a shift. Before a shift, right? Yeah. That's all we need is a bunch of short order cooks running around like they're you didn't in like the, the Olympics. Speech? It's it's not a bad speech. I just it's a surprising pick. That's all. Because the sports speech usually it feels forced from a person. This felt, it felt like natural. It yeah, did. yeah, I agree. A little I black agree. and white TV. Pele. Here, here's the problem. Again, I'm getting sidetracked. A little sidetracked. It was okay. You love. <laughs> but he's this. a good I, pick. I knew you'd find a way to talk about this movie at some point because you're in love with this movie. Yeah. For me, I'm I'm a simple guy. I want my short order chef to, uh, be, to be a muppet, to, the Swedish chef. <laughs> Is it really? There's a moment. No I got so angry when you said that. I was like, well, you just took, you totally killed me. I was the, making fun like, of it. No, it's all right. I mean, the Swedish chef. I do like him. Can you understand him? Yes. I speak fluent. <laughs> but he only makes felt food. No, no he doesn't felt. make only felt food. Is it real food? What do you, I don't, I can't even dignify that with a response. Can we afford him? He's yes. a professional chef. He's got the chef hat and everything. He does. But Give you, me Beaker instead. I'd rather have Beaker. Beaker's not a chef. Why don't you understand how this works? <laughs> Science food. <laughs> Science food. There's honeydew. There's a honeydew oh in there. Oh my God. Yes. I picked the Swedish chef because... When you think, even though I love the Muppets, take the Muppets out of it for a second. You can't take the Muppets out of it. Yes, you can. Follow me on this. Based on your experience at the Deuce in Ann Arbor with the chefs that you've worked with, most of them are like the Swedish chef, true or false? None of them. Really? Most of them are- Most of them are like Elmo. No. Most of them are are difficult to understand. A little erratic. No, hard and drinking. Throw, and the throwing, world's throwing been, knives the world's up in the air. Mean. No, that's not what they're doing. Yeah, you're wrong. You're the wrong. world's been mean to them. No, false. Don't make me not pick Elmo. I ain't ah. picking Elmo. Not not felt Elmo either, all right? That tickle me vision quest, all right? All right. You know, again, I've got bigger ones coming up. I, I'm not going to fight you hard on this, but I will point out one thing. The Swedish chef is a renowned chef. By by what? By all measures. All measures. <laughs> well, what awards has he won? The Gergen Flurgen. <laughs> Very famous Swedish chef award. Obviously, you've never heard of it. An incomprehensible felt. Work, work, work. (laughs) This is weird. You're weird. All right. So we've got, and by the way, if if we have the slaughtered lamb, it makes sense to have the Swedish, whatever. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. Elmo's going to thrive with the slaughtered lamb. Fine. You got Elmo. You got Elmo. I'm not going to fight you. You got Elmo. I'll armor us. But right now, you've got Kate and Elmo. So you better be aware. I'm coming strong on the next couple. If it was named St. Elmo's Fire and he was the slaughtered lamb. Okay. Carlton Whitfield. So name of the bar. Slaughtered Lamb from American Werewolf in London. Uh, our backroom books uh, bookkeeper, Carlton Whitfield from Secret of My Success. Yep. Dalton, our cooler and bouncer from Roadhouse. It's a great pick. Kate, our waitress from Gremlins. BB Kate. And Max, rounded out. Elmo from Vision Quest. All right. Now we are moving on to... It's glorious. Our DJ. Yeah. Very important. Very important. So are we a band place or are we a DJ place? We're are doing we, both. We're doing both. We have to have a DJ and a band. Are they going to be playing at the same time? Well, maybe. That's kind of cool. I, I'm not saying they're not, but yeah. you certainly could have both. So we'll start with DJ. Okay. Actually, to your point, we'll bang out. We'll do a, a twofer. I'll do my DJ and my band, and then you do your DJ and your band. Am I up or are you up? You're up. I'm up. I'll do my DJ and my band. You just give us a Swedish chef. That's right. Monstrosity. Well, you, you've destroyed me on the Swedish chef. Yeah. I bet you that you're going to agree with my DJ and I think you're going to agree with my DJ and my band. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. My DJ, Lloyd Dobler, say anything. I like it. 
technically a DJ. Is because he? he well, yeah, he took a boombox and he put a set list together and he played it. Was it a set list or was it just in your eyes? If if you if you refute Dobbler, I have a backup. I threw it in there. It's like my Mr. T, but I I, I could accept that you don't think that you know what I'm gonna if, talk. If a ba- if a ba- if a DJ played just one song in your eyes, I'll kill him. No, in your eyes for four hours, I'd do that. No, I'm gonna kill because I, I don't want to be you. I'm, I'm, I'm I'll be a hypocrite. Yeah, I'll be a hypocrite. You went through your your Mr. T thing. I want I want to be a hypocrite. I'll give you a true DJ. Okay. Lewis Skolnick, Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. A party people in the place. Here's a story about some guys that are bound for glory. I'll get right down to the Nick T gritty. The Triple L crew is gonna rock this city. I'm the L-A-M, the A and the R, the man on the mic that they call Lamar. And there's a couple of things that I'd like to say about Prop 15. It's not okay. Now, I'm no jock, no football hero, but that don't mean I'm an absolute zero. (laughs) Haven't seen it. Is he the same dude who played the violin? No. Oh. Um, he is the... <laughs> oh, no way. That's pretty good. Skullnick yeah. goes to the National Greek Conference in Revenge of the Nerds 2 as the representatives of the Trilams. And the 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 meatheads, right? Yeah. The alpha betas. They all want to find a way to get rid of the Trilams, so they come up with Proposition 15. Have you ever heard of Proposition 15? It's very, very political. I can tell you about it right now. <laughs> um, basically, it would require physical as well as academic standards to be met by everyone at the conference. That's not fair for the nerds. It's like, right, right. Yeah. You get the whole night, so you understand the passion. So the nerds have to put on a concert to get everyone's attention to vote no on 15, and that's where we see Louis Skolnick as the DJ making different synth moves, and they have all these other guys that are rapping and singing and playing the violin. Yeah, the first one they're pretty musical but he's, too. But he's the DJ. Yeah, I do like that. There you go. I'll go with Louis Skolnick. My band selection: a little, a little group called the Pinheads from Back to the Future. Marty McFly's band. Okay, that's, from that's Back that's to the fine. Future. That's- Now tell me that you wouldn't want to hear him playing covers of Huey Lewis every night at the Slaughtered Lamb. Too darn loud, though. I, I know he's too darn loud, but it's still a great band. <laughs> but he goes off off the rails with his guitar a little bit. But there's nothing wrong with that. Johnny, be good. Way down in Louisiana, down in New Orleans, way That's back true. up in the woods around the. Uh, I can't so, even speak English. Are we gonna have a butterfly effect though, Carlton? If he sees him, are they gonna like both explode? <laughs> We got two Michael J. Foxes in our. It doesn't rock. matter. It doesn't it does. matter. No, it doesn't. It does not matter. People are gonna be weirded out. That two I, I want to go on record saying that Carlton Carlton Whitfield is a pro yeah. at at being, being Clark Kent yeah, Superman right. and not you're being right, in the same place right, at the same right, time. Right. Max, give me your DJ. Give me your band. Okay, I think I got you beat on one. You can take a wild <laughs> guess on each one. <laughs> so DJ, I'm going for a pioneer, someone who like revolutionized the field. Okay, someone who even you could say defined the field and started it of All DJing. Right. All right, go on the Predator.
Predator's not a DJ. He's recording Billy laughing and replaying it. <laughs> He's replaying it. And think about it. We could have those LED screens of all the infrared stuff. This is significantly more ridiculous than the Swedish chef, chef just so you know. So I'm striking it immediately. <laughs> give, either you give me your other DJ selection yeah. or move to band. The one I think I might win with, I'm going Tim Capello. Tim Capello. You know who that is? I don't know who that is. Do you like a little movie called Lost Boys? I love Lost Boys. Oh, is this your band or your DJ? Yeah, it's my band. Oh, I already picked the Predator. Oh, you're good. I thought this was your DJ, and I'm like, there's no DJ in Lost no. Boys. Oh, got it, got it, got it. He's shirtless. He's muscular. He's got long hair. Dude, I just took both. Purple I, leather pants. I just won both. What? I just crushed you You on don't both. want Tim Capello? Nope. What? I want the pinheads. I want a hard rock version of the, <laughs> the power of love. Boom, 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 boom. Rock and roll. Yeah. Come on. All right, I'm not. I'm not. So, you can't fight me on either fine. of these. You didn't even have one for DJ okay, and you, the pinheads. Okay, so we got the predator and Lewis Skullnick. Okay, <laughs> no, we got Lewis Skullnick <laughs> and the pinheads. All right, Max, the slaughtered lamb, mm-hmm. where we've got Carlton Whitfield in the back, Dalton in the front. We do. Kate serving food. Thank God. Elmo cooking it. He's cooking it well. Skullnick on the two turntables and a microphone. I don't mind that. And the pinheads every Saturday night. I'm salty we don't have the sax guy. You don't need the sax guy. I want the pinheads. Can I get him a special guest? You got Marty McFly. Once a month? No. Can Morris' Day and the Time come by once a month? See, that's one that you could have made a case for. I would have actually listened. Oh, yeah, we didn't even do that. What are some of the other bands that even came in close for you? I don't have any. You know, I got one. Oingo Boingo was in uh, Back to School. Oh, that was the band that played first at that bar. And then uh, uh, Thornton Mellon got them to play at the house party that he threw in the dorms. But that that was Oingo Boingo. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the only other band I could think of. So I didn't want to go too Vision Quest heavy, but Madonna. That's a good one. Yeah. Like young Madonna. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. young. Or how about the Cherry Bombs? The Cherry Bombs. That would have been good too. Howard the Duck. (laughs) Howard the Duck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. uh, Guess what? Guess what we're doing now? The big, the big one? Bartender. Oh, oh wait. Are you up in rotation? You're I up am. to go first on bar. Yeah. Oh, I would not want the crushing pressure. This is the big uh-huh. one. This, in my opinion, this is the big one. This is the toughest one, unquestionably. I've got a lot. I've got a ton of, like, second, third places on this, but the first one is the tough one. I'm a little nervous. Well, if you pick the one that I have for first, I won't fight you on it. We'll just hold okay. each other's hands and kumbaya it. Well, I'm going to take someone's advice, and I'm just going to never show my surprise, and I'm never going to lose my cool. <laughs> I'm going Coglin. I knew it. Cocktail. I knew. You got to go with the vet. No, I'm looking for a job. I see. I'm going to put a hair in somebody else's cage. Just get canned? I'm looking. Looking for something better. Coglin's Law. Anything else is always something better. Coglin's Law? Douglas Coglin. Logical negatives. Flourished in the last part of the 20th century. Propounded a set of laws that the world generally ignored to its detriment. Me. So, first of all, this movie is the definition of server life. This is the movie that you want played at your funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Like, on the grave. Yeah. 
giant this screen. is your this is your this is it's not even that it's your favorite movie it is your most realistic signature movie yeah it's your signature movie yeah we talked about <laughs> it last time that at 18 i'd show some i'd show a kid this yeah to be like this is my life what'd you say why don't you say like a, well, a related we, kid we, not we, just some yeah. random kid no no we keep this for sure <laughs> definitely like just to clarify if you didn't listen to the other yeah, episode yeah. or if it's out of order it's like hey kid hey kid cocktail. hey the name's max <laughs> come watch cocktail with me <laughs> so oh. I mean, you could go Flanagan, but I don't want the dreamer. I want my B minus bartender who's a little bit older, a little bit weathered. Are you describing yourself right now? I'm describing how I hire staff in general. You're describing yourself. I, I don't want the champ. You're not a B minus. You're you're like an A minus. No, I'm an A plus. Okay. Well, let's calm yeah. down. Let's just take a deep breath. But Coglin knows the rules of bar life. He's like made his peace with it. And if you can get Kelly Lynch mid 80s to like give you all her money, just give me that guy. I think you're in love with him more as a person than as a bartender. He's a great bar. The, the flair bartending is good. Well, he has mental health issues. He's suicidal and he's an alcoholic. Well, that's, I'm not going <laughs> to give him money for stocks. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. $500 bottles of Amaretto, though. He does have. Coglin's laws are the best. I know you know <laughs> Bury some the of them. Dead. They stink uh, up the joint. I, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of good stuff, right? Anything else is always something better. Right, right. Coglin's diet, uh, cocktails and dreams. All his rules are terrible. They're awful. They're really bad. <laughs> They're terrible, terrible. But things. I think he's a charming, tall Australian dude. The, and he's been working at Fridays for like 20 years, probably, too. Right, I like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and he'll do anything for a buck. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're going to fight on We're gonna fight on this. This is the big one. I'm, go I'm, go, I'm going Brian Flanagan. No. The young buck. I see America drinking the fabulous cocktails I make. America's getting yeah. stinking on something I stir or shake. <laughs> the sex on the beach. Yeah. The schnapps made from peach. The velvet hammer. The Alabama slammer. America, you're just devoted to every flavor I've got. But if you want to get loaded, why don't you just order a shot? No. Dream, the dreamer. First of all, you can't, for, the, for all the positions you're going to hire, your bartenders have to have the highest degree of integrity because they're the ones who can really screw you the most. So integrity means impregnating a girl and then just leave her? He didn't leave her. He tried to leave he her. He did not. He came back. And by the way, Coglin would not have come back. Just no. so we're clear, <laughs> no. don't don't get into a moral uh, debate with me over Coglin versus. Flanagan. I think I prefer my bartender to be more focused on his work, though. Actually, that's my whole point. Who? Let me tell you, who's the most focused on their work? Someone who has just gotten married and has a young child and needs to make money. But he wants to own his own bar. He doesn't want our bar. But maybe unless it's we a give him a good stone. deal, it's we a give him a good deal. Stone. But then we use him to build up our crowd, to build up our reputation. And it's addicted to, to love. The only thing we're gonna actually that works now because the band's gonna play "Addicted to Love." Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he loves that song. He does. Yeah. So think about, again, think about like me. When I came back to bartend, when I had gotten married and life was slowed down, that's when I my best bartending took place. Okay. When I was in college, it was mediocre at best. No, it was better when you were energetic. False. Wait, now, False. I'm, now I'm arguing the wrong point. You I'll... are. Thank you. You're making my point. Huh. We're going Flanagan. No. All right, before we land on who we're going on, I guess the... who else did you have? Well, no, actually, the bar poet thing puts it over the top, that your guy can actually wax poetically. And we've got more years of him. I, I, I can't I can't point this out to you enough. Coglin is on his last leg he, and he wasn't even bartending. He basically at, at, at the point where he met the, bottles to each other. Yeah. But the point where he where he met that woman, he was set up financially. It was only a short matter of time before he just sat back and hung out on the boat and didn't do anything. But 
Flanagan like was really flustered in the beginning. Coughlin was cool from the beginning. Coughlin taught him how to not be. Fl- this is. I want the teacher, not the student. That, see, this is funny. This is you and me, Max. Yeah. This is. I'm the teacher. You're the student, but you're the young buck. You got it. You got it in your eyes. I don't know. Tom, young Tom Cruise. <laughs> young Tom Cruise. <laughs> I can't whisper without saying something from Predator. Like I go to kiss my kids goodnight. I'm like, good night, anytime. They're like, Dad, what are you talking about? Like, why are you whispering? Also, that's super weird. All right, other bartenders. Other bartenders. Who you got? Lloyd from The Shining. If he's real, that's a great one. Is he real? Uh, I mean, I guess you count it as being real. He's just very matter of fact, very kind of roll with the punches. Uh, I almost picked, I almost picked that for my one of my names of the bars, the Gold Room from the Overlook Hotel bar. Oh, that is. A that good was name. called the Gold Room. I thought that would be kind stereotypical. Of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who else you got? Uh, Dolores from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, she was good. Yeah. Like, she stuck by her people. I'm not sure if she was a great bartender. Her pouring technique was kind of weird. Yeah. I uh, I had Marion Ravenwood from Raiders of the Lost Ark. You brought that up earlier. She is, was uh, she a bartender? She was a bartender. Who drank 30 shots? She could put them down. And then I, I was going to fight you on this. I, I know the Simpsons... Although their popularity and the majority of what they were doing was in the 90s. It's television. We are did, a movie show. I, I know. I know. What there? Excuse me. There is a Simpsons movie. But uh, the movie didn't take place in the 80s. So Mo Sislak. I mean, Mo Sislak is the best bartender alive. Why would you want Mo? Come on. Pickled eggs and a shotgun Mo's the, the best. Mo's the best. No. There's an episode of The Simpsons. Flaming Mo's maybe. You know. There's an episode of The Simpsons where they're all playing poker. And uh, and Homer says, I got to go to the garage. And Mo says, oh, the garage. Well, ooh, la, ti, da, Mr. Frenchman. And Homer says, what would you call it? And he goes, it's a cowhold. It's a, everybody knows it's a cowhold. <laughs> he's just, he's so angry. He finds flaw in everything. I love him. Why do you want him there? And my name's Mo, too. Yeah. All right. That's the opposite of Flanagan. I know. Yeah. But I still like Flanagan. Who we're picking. Yeah, that's fair. You can't, you can't take Coglin over Flanagan. I like the Australianness. And by the way, we have like the most handsome staff ever. We got Schwazy. We got Schwazy. Schwazy. <laughs> we got McFly. Phoebe no, Cates. Yeah, we got it's yeah. a good looking group. Good yeah. looking group. Two two Michael J. Foxes. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Technically three. Yeah. Who's the th- oh yeah. Wait. Who's the third? Well, because it's Carlton Whitfield and uh Baxter. Baxter, is that his name? Oh yeah. Because those two then plus uh, <laughs> Baxter the dog Baxter. from Man. It's not Baxter. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's good. All right. So we've got the slaughtered lamb. Do we have to do this every time? No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, it's getting redundant. Everybody knows by now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Max, we've got our bartender. We've got everything set up. We need a promoter slash hype man. They're so sleazy. Usually. Well, this is you were a hype man. I mean, you threw some of those like special parties that we would do at the bar, and you did a few at the other bar across town where you would get like uh, music. DJs, yeah, yeah. you get music groups or music groups. I'm I'm so old. We got the predator. You get the fancy music groups to come <laughs> in and play their violins. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, you, I mean, you were basically outside of bartending. You were promoting and you were great at it. It was fun. It's scummy. It is scummy. Yeah. But that's hey, why you, why you come here. It. Pretty ladies. The name is Max Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got lemons. <laughs> so who you got? Uh, I don't think I'm first on this. Oh, yeah. No, no, I went first with Coughlin. You did? Yeah. Yeah, you did. You're right. Because we ended up flagging. It's a good thing you remember things. I don't remember anything. Yeah. Old man. Uh, real torn on this one. Um, real torn on this one. But I, I'm going to tell you who I'm going to go with because I think it's a, a little bit out of left field. And it'll catch you off guard. Hit me. You ready? Apollo Creed. Apollo, what made you decide to put on an exhibition fight with Drago? Oh, let's call it a sense of responsibility. Responsibility? How? I had to teach this young fellow to box. American style. Isn't Drago a little inexperienced to be in the same ring? Well, you know, some folks got to learn the hard way. No <laughs> quick knockout prediction. No, no, no. I'm not angry with him. See, I just want to show the whole world that Russia doesn't have all the best athletes. Rocky, how do you think training? Apollo should fight Drago? Well, personally, 
I think the first thing you better get a bottle is a ladder. <laughs> when he put together that exhibition fight with Drago and the fanfare, the hype, he got James the, Brown. The dancing, they got yeah. living in America. Get the guy. Jump out what to do. I mean, it was the best. And he, I mean, he, nobody could promote a fight like him. I mean, he was just all show business. That's very interesting. Right? I don't know if an oiled up giant Carl Weathers would be a guy I'd want to like I follow him to no, anywhere. Dude, he could get anybody to do anything. I mean, I, I know so I, I use Rocky. What's his availability though? Well, like, he's he's because he's dead. He's not dead. He's dead. Wait, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work with, with what happens to them in the movie. You just stop butchering this. So so the heavyweight champion of the United States is gonna be a promoter for our For brother. the slaughtered lamb. It makes perfect <laughs> sense. How, this is so obnoxious. Now is when you decide to like pick it apart and say like this doesn't make sense everyone else is oh it all makes sense yeah. how about phoebe cates from a movie about gremlins isn't she still getting ptsd therapy for being around alien gremlins no she was fine oh she was fine yeah, yeah. she was good absolutely yeah weird things happen weird things happen yeah so marty mcfly who was probably a little bit scarred from the whole time travel thing you think he went back to the pinheads all right at least they weren't muppets okay <laughs> yeah right yeah. we didn't did we get any muppets no. you squashed all my muppets yeah this is what you're saying what if i had accepted the predator <laughs> he died too max do you remember that there's lots of predators <laughs> only one dj predator no they, they all and all of them died every predator that dj died <laughs> <laughs> is there a correlation uh, how many 80s predators are there do you understand why what you're doing could be easily dismantled i know i don't like this i'm not a good arguer no well only when you make a absurd arguments rocky four apollo creed that's my hype guy that's my promoter got it heavyweight champion of the world's gonna work at a bar yeah 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 so i'm gonna go someone who actually i'm gonna jump all <laughs> over this i can't wait for it to leave your mouth whatever it is i'm gonna do i'm gonna max you on it who actually promotes stuff i'm going styles oh he's Female. not even real he's not even a real person it's a, it's a movie about werewolves oh my god blah blah blah, blah. i'm a werewolf What can I say? You're beautiful. Hey, uh, what can a teen wolf do? Styles. Styles. This is just between you and me, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. TW. <laughs> Look at you. TW, you're going to be glad that you came to me with this. Yes, because with the right angles, man, we're going to turn this into something monstrous. The way he runs the party, the high school party. Styles is my number two choice. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. Like, what is that game they are playing, by the way? Dude, he had t-shirts made, like, ten minutes into the movie. Yeah. They were, like, like, with Teen Wolf on him. He was making crazy money. And they're, like, whipped cream on the ground yeah. while they're handcuffed yeah. together. There's a lot of What's going stuff, on? Man. I don't know. I never went to a party like and that. And the second that he turns into the Teen Wolf, he starts promoting it. Yeah. T-shirts, getting people to the Wasn't game. even phased by it. No. Just saw an immediate financial opportunity. And also, if you surf on a van outside, how cool is that? Well, he didn't surf. Teen Wolf surfed. He could surf, I feel like, too. But he didn't, though. Yeah. You know he was 28 when he made that movie? I love Styles. Styles is great. He's no Apollo Creed. Apollo is... That's a weird pick. It's not a weird pick. He is the best hype man and promoter. For boxing matches. Uh, okay, Styles is a... Uh, it's, how hard is it to hype a werewolf, Max? Like, there aren't a ton of werewolves out there. At the party, there. before the werewolf, he was doing an awesome <laughs> job at the party. Max, he hyped in a small town with a group of 150 people. Apollo Creed, national coverage. All right, we're not going to... Two countries. Russia, middle of Cold War. Rocky, Rocky. Come on. Apollo Creed. But he died. <laughs> Apollo it is. Moving on. No. Let's just split the difference and go Ren from Footloose. <laughs> not doing Ren Come on. from Footloose. What about Reverend Lithgow? But he's not a promoter. He, he promotes religion. <laughs> What madness is that? <laughs> Ren, you could make a case. Yeah, Ren, let's, let's go Ren. We're not going Ren. 
We're not doing Apollo. No, look, we'll be fair. Like, I obviously am right, so we should go with Apollo. Fine, I'm going to win the next one, so fine. Maybe. No, definitely. All right. Oh, well, it, the next one's the last one. So is it, fair, is it fair to do our long recap at this point? Fine. You love doing the recap. I do because it's awesome. Okay. So, Slaughtered Lamb from An American Werewolf in London is the name of our bar. Right. Carlton Whitfield is our office bookkeeper. A.K.A. Baxter. Yep. Dalton is our cooler slash bouncer. First name or last name? Dalton, Dalton's his first name. I don't know yeah. if he has a last name, nor do I care. <laughs> he's he's Dalton to me. Um, I don't know. if It might be if it's his first name. I don't know. Um, Dalton from uh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Uh, Kate, the waitress from Gremlins. Phoebe Kate. Yes. Uh, Elmo, the short order cook from Vision Quest. Not Tickle Me Elmo. Not Tickle Me Elmo. Skullnick is our DJ, and he is from Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. Yeah. Predator's helping. Right. Our band, uh, the Pinheads, led by Marty McFly. Two from, Michael J. Fox sightings. Yep, from Back to the Future. Um, our bartender. Disagree. Mr. Flanagan himself. It's Brian Flanagan. I know. Yeah. Don't worry. Oh, I don't know why I got so excited. Yeah, that was very good. Yeah. Okay, fine. Sorry. I think, it's Brian. It's okay. It's Brian. <laughs> I think the Mr. T changing his name thing. You're still a little sense yeah. of that? It's fine. Our hype man. This is insane. The one and only this Apollo makes Creed. No it makes perfect sense. You'll sleep on it. You'll feel better about it in the morning. And that leads us to the last piece of the puzzle. Regular. So for the regular, no holds barred. No rules, no regulations. You do whatever you want to do. Could be Johnny Five. Could be anything you want Darth for your Vader. regular. But the thing you have to take into mind, into, Lando? into account. Lando. Lando actually would make a really good regular. He would. The thing you have to take into account for the regular is this is the person that you are going to have to see every day. You're going to walk into the bar. And he's going to be there from when you open to when you close. Barfly. Yeah. All. I mean, he's he's your silent Ben. Might as well he's be your, a chair. He's your no cover guy. You love these people. Because they're super weird. That's why my choice is super weird. <laughs> You're first, so oh, I'm first. No, yeah. I'm I'm gonna swap it. I want you to go. No, nope, that's yeah. definitely not true. I want you to go. No, first. you're not doing that. You got Apollo Creed, and you got to go second. Hit it, Chunk from Goonies. What? <laughs> I want Chunk to be my regular. You want a lying child? I do. Sick. I think it'd be so much fun to have Chunk sitting in there. There's gonna be like child abuse. They're gonna make him trouble. No, trouble he'll just all eat. The he time. Just, we'll just feed him. Just keep feeding him. He's gonna get drunk. No, that kid, that he won't. Is... I'm not gonna give him any booze. Yeah, that's really gonna work out. <laughs> Like the I'm kidding. It's not Chuck. It's okay. not Chuck. Good. Sloth? But I no, not Sloth. Yeah, Sloth would be a really good no one. No one. Max, my regular is the very famous, very talented Frank Duke from Bloodsport. Teach me. I can do it. You are not Japanese. You are not a Tanaka. You told me using any technique that works. Never to limit myself to one style. To keep an open mind. What? To honor you, Shidoshi. What? <laughs> he he would be. I'm thinking about the bar we worked at, the Deuce. Yeah, muscular with like. He reminds a tank me. Of, top he, he reminds me of some of some weird dudes. Like to, your regular has to, for me. The regular has got to be. It's not like Norm from Cheers. Like I want my regular to be like a super super weird dude. Frank Duke fits my mold. He is my regular. He's lethal too. I know. We're we gonna kick him out. No, well, we got Dalton. That's why we've got Dalton. We're gonna kill each other. I mean, it could be so entertaining. People love coming for a there. Day Max, uh, Frank Duke. I gave it to you. I don't like that at all. I got the winner. It's easy. I'm going Ty Webb, Caddyshack. Can I ask you something? Sure thing. Shoot, Timmy. Danny. Danny. When you were my age, did you ever have trouble deciding what you wanted to do with your life? <laughs> no. I never had that problem, really. Why? Forget it. I didn't think you'd understand. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. So what's the problem? I don't know. 
I don't know. I gotta go to college. I gotta. Uh, Danny, this is in Russia. Is this Russia? This is in Russia, is it? Nah, I don't think so. I'm gonna end up working in a lumber yard the rest of my life. What's wrong with lumber? I own two lumber yards. I notice you don't spend too much time there. I'm not sure where they are. Uh, oh, wow. That's really good. Yeah. Loves a good cocktail. Fun flirt. And he's random checks laying around for $70,000. Yeah. So you can pretty much charge him whatever you want. No, you're right. You can play the piano. Let's say we have a piano around. Could he do the thing? Can you do the thing? I was born to love you. Do it again. I was born to lick your face. Yeah. He just but you like... were born to love me first. <laughs> Danny, do you take drugs? Every day. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a goofy, fun guy. And no. he's good looking. I'm giving you Ty yeah, Webb. Good looking. I re- but can we have Frank Duke there when we do like our grand opening? I don't want him near my bar. <laughs> And do you know the guy who's based on Frank Duke, the actual yeah. guy? Was also, a big, also crazy. A big liar. Yeah. That whole movie is yeah. schlock. Hey, hey. No, it's fantastic schlock. I know. Yeah. yeah. Easy, <laughs> easy, easy. Did you have any other runner up, runners up? I don't. Okay. I Well, I did. I My only runner up was Chunk, and you destroyed him. <laughs> so I couldn't <laughs> use Chunk. Montgomery Brewster from Brewster's Millions. Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah. 30 yeah. million in 30 days. Yeah. He's oh, my the type God. You would love. He, that's you. That's yeah. you. Love I want the whales. I actually looked up online the 50 most wealthy movie characters of all time. And I picked out the '80s one. So Gordon Gecko, two billion. Yeah, probably a little bit of a jerk. Yeah, but Tony Montana. Oh, that's a good one. Tony <laughs> would have been a really good one. I'm the bad guy. You know, just gets up. <laughs> There'd be some shootouts though. Dalton uh, is his hands full. Yeah. Or uh, Biff Tannen apparently is worth 3.1 billion dollars. Yeah. Future Biff. Future Biff. Day. Well, in the in the Trump version. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I want him there though. No, he he's he's bad like, hang. He's yeah. He's not a good guy. Uh, final recap, Max. Oh, you, also, can we have the tiger from Scarface? No. In the cage? No tigers. No tigers. No. That's it's animal abuse. I don't like that. Haven't you watched Tiger King? I don't want anything to do with that. Fine. Uh we I like not, what we did. Yeah. I, I'm happy with this bar. It's gonna be successful. Yeah. All right, MG. What's the name of our awesome bar? The Slaughtered Lamb from an American Werewolf in London. And who's our account? Uh Carlton Whitfield, aka We've been calling him Baxter. That's Baxter, not his name. That's not his name. Yeah. What is the other name? <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. I've Bradley. Got, Bradley. Bradley. Bradley Whitfield. Bradley Whitfield. No, no, no Carlton Whitfield. <laughs> Now you're confusing me even more. Oh, that's so good. Uh, no, it was um, no, it was uh, Carlton Whitfield and Brantley Foster. There we go. Yeah, weird we names. Weird, very weird names. Yeah. Um, so who's our bouncer? Who's our head of security? The only one that could do the job. Dalton from Roadhouse. Big D. Big D. And we got waitress. Who we who we got? We've got Kate, your girl, Phoebe Kate, right? Phoebe Kate's right. Phoebe Kate's cats. Yeah. Phoebe cats. Kate's. I don't know. Cats. Fast. Kitties, fast. <laughs> Phoebes. Uh, played married, uh, to, married to Kevin Klein. Yeah, yeah. So Kate uh, from Gremlins. Yes. Cook. We got my boy Elmo. Your boy Elmo from Vision Quest. Yeah. DJ Band. Louis Skullnick yeah. from Revenge of the Nerds 2. And our band, the Pinheads from Back to the Future. Do the laugh. From Back to the Future? No. There's no laugh from <laughs> I was like, I didn't think there was one from Back to the Future. How does Doc Brown laugh? Ah. Nah. <laughs> no, I, I've never done a Doc Brown laugh. You really put me on the spot for yeah. something I've never done. Come on, Louis Skullnick. Skullnick, I can do. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's what you meant. Yes. Right. I was like, what the Doc Brown? <laughs> I thought you were talking about Billy. <laughs> Bartender. Bartender. The one and only Brian Flanagan. It's true. Tom Cruise as your flagship of your bar is pretty good. He's the best. Around? Everybody knows this. <laughs> the promoter is insane. No, it's not. Apollo Creed. The heavyweight champ of the world. Do you know what comes with Apollo Creed? James Brown. Does he? Yeah, opening yeah. night. Yeah. Living in America. <laughs> and regular, we got Ty Webb. Ty Webb. Yeah. Yeah. Caddyshack. It's a solid regular. Yeah. So now we need to just build this up. Yeah. So if anyone's listening and they've got 
was it thirty million dollars? Thirty. Well, you're gonna have to pay something. Like Apollo is not gonna be cheap. Dalton's five thousand up front, five hundred a night. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's another thing. You're giving me all this hell about Apollo. Like Dalton's not alive anymore either. Patrick Swayze passed away. You just you you vacillate in and out on all these things. The character's still alive. Dalton's still alive. We don't know that. We know that. Uh, maybe. Yeah. You might be right. Apollo Creed's dead. No, he's not. He died in a. Uh, he's on the Mandalorian. He, he died surfing. He's uh, chubs. He's he, chubs. No, listen. Um, I know for a fact Dalton died in a surfing accident on. That's Bodie. Uh, on, That's on Bodie. Bell's, on Bell's Beach. That's Bell's Bodie. Beach, Australia. Hundred year. Hundred year don't storm. Don't miss Swayze's. <laughs> all right. He's still dirty dancing with baby. Oh, he is Johnny. What a great. Wolverines. Yeah, there you go too. Right. Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse. Team Slaughterhouse. Team Slaughterhouse. Wait, no, Team no, Slaughterhouse. No, stop calling it Slaughterhouse. The <laughs> Slaughtered Lamb. The Slaughtered Lamb. I said so confidently. You just went with oh, it. you did. All right. Well, Max, it's 2 a.m. The bar is closed. Lights are on. Finish your drinks. Turn the lights back off, please. <laughs> oh, man. That's what you look like? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Please turn that back off. Uh, we built the perfect bar. I don't think anyone could argue that. Absolutely perfect. Right? The Slaughtered Lamb lives another day. <laughs> so mad. So mad. So mad. Uh, as a reminder... Follow us on social media, any channel, anytime. Max doesn't sleep. All he does is stays up 24 hours a day, pumping out memes, jokes, and awesome content. And dream of Club SL. Big time. (laughs) At Buzz in the Tower. Find us, like us, follow us. And then for Apple Podcasts and Spotify, uh, please subscribe and also leave nice, beautiful reviews and lots of stars. Flowing words. Lots of adjectives. Big time. Big time. Uh, We have enjoyed you. We hope you've enjoyed us. And we'll see you soon. Later. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.